0: Hi guys, welcome to the Running After Age 40 podcast. I'm Sarah, your host, and today's episode is the Simone Biles approach, excelling in running beyond 40. And no, this is not going to be a podcast at all about gymnastics. If you know me, you know that I've got some kids that do gymnastics. Uh, So I am a gymnastics fan, but this is more so lessons from what I consider to be the top female athlete of all time, Uh, You can argue with me on that, but I will definitely stand firm in my own opinion. So uh, I think we can all learn a lot from Simone, and I'm going to dig into a lot of the stuff that I think is relevant to the audience you know, out there like you running after the age of 40, trying to stay fit, do all the things, uh, and be healthy in a world that just gets tougher and tougher by the day, it seems. Uh, So, this was actually inspired by a LinkedIn post that I did for my actual job. And so, I'm going to go through some of the things that I drew out about her that I feel like inspires me and I think it will inspire you too. Before I get into that, I did want to announce that I am going to open up the Running with Grit tribe. I've had that on my site for a long time that I wanted to start a club, and it is going to be a paid membership for. People that are running after age 40 who want to stay physically and mentally strong on the road and in life. So if you're interested in being on the wait list for that, uh, just go ahead and shoot me over an email at runningwithgrit at gmail.com and I will send you relevant information as it becomes available. Uh, but today, you know, I really want to focus on Simone. And when I'm recording this, uh, the world championships just occurred for gymnastics. And, uh, you know, guys, she made mistakes and I watched her make mistakes and I, I couldn't believe how well she dealt with just the crowds and the, all the pressure that was on her and when she did make a mistake she she just moved on and so I'm going to go into that in just a second but that's one thing I just wanted to pique your interest in because it reminded me if you were running you know a training run or you're running a race and you know that hill didn't go well like she she's an example for all of us of how she, like it just she put it behind her and just moved on okay so I'm going to start with number one which is resilience. So if you don't know about Simone, I'm not going to tell you her life story, but I can tell you that most gymnasts are really good when they're little. Uh, it's, it was historically the case. You, you know, once you hit puberty, it was harder to do all the skills that's changed a lot with training regimens and strength training and all that. But nonetheless, I, when she was young, uh, almost 16, she was not age eligible for the Olympics. And you know, that at the time had to be really disheartening because I'm sure she was at what she thought was her peak. Her coaches were probably disappointed. Uh, so she wasn't necessarily set up for success with timing, but she didn't let that stop her. She didn't dwell and say, well, you know, I didn't hit the age, the correct thing. Uh, and that might be you. Maybe you're training and you want to make Boston and you're not in the age bracket that you wish you were or You know, just circumstances of your life haven't set you up so that you could be the best runner or the best mom or the best dad that you could be. You just feel like you've, you know, kind of been handed the short stick. It is fine. Like, that is okay. It's more how you deal with it. So we're all, you know, given different challenges. Some some people more than others. Uh, But, you know, basically just don't let anything stop you. Uh, You can deal with it. You can manage it. You just got to move on. Uh, The big thing I think I wanted to share is about sacrifice. Uh, And a little bit about, you know, Simone specifically. Uh, She, gymnastics, you know, at her level is something where it takes tons and tons of hours to train. Uh, she wanted to go to college and do gymnastics. She actually had a visit to UCLA and she had signed uh, and really wanted to do that. She wanted to go to regular high school too. But with the travel at the time, you know, I don't think you know at her age there would were, there weren't the virtual school options etc. So she had to make the difficult decision to commit completely to her training. And you know right or wrong, I mean whether you agree with that or not that's not the topic. The topic is that sometimes you, you, well, all the time, you've got to pick and choose. You can't have everything. And so you have to sacrifice certain things. If you want to be run and you want to be fit, you might not get to, you know, hang out until late on Friday and Saturday night. If you want to feel really good on your Sunday morning run, that's the way that it goes. And you got to make your decisions and stand behind them. And, you know, believe in yourself and believe in the decisions that you make. And it's okay if you screw up here or there, but you have to decide, what am I willing to sacrifice to get to my goals? And, you know, what are my goals? And if they're big, and again, maybe it's just to feel good on my Saturday night run, I got to decide that I'm going to shut off Netflix and I'm going to make those choices. And some sacrifices are bigger than others. You know, I wouldn't tell anybody to sacrifice your your family time or things like that. But you got to decide what's important to you. And then prioritize. We all only have the same 24 hours in a day. Uh, it's really how you use them and how you choose to set your priorities. So you can't have everything. And a lot of times we have to sacrifice our immediate desires for greater goals. All right. The next one is resourcefulness. So Simone actually, uh, She was training in a certain facility and then her coach moved away that they really liked. So her and her family had to uh, make the tough decision that they were going to build a gym on their own. None of them knew anything about uh, (laughs) building a gym or anything like that. Uh, But they figured, they they just decided to go for it. They were clueless about what it might entail. And sometimes I think when we're naive about those big goals, it can be the best thing for us. You gotta make the choice and then out out along the way. It's okay if you don't know how to train for a half marathon or for a marathon or to eat clean. Like just decide to do it and then figure it out along the way. Ask for help. Ask for advice. Get books. Go on the internet. You can figure out anything. Everything is figure figureoutable. Uh, that is a book by Marie Forleo, by the way, and I really like that book. I highly recommend it. And uh, it just sets up your mindset that if you decide to do something, you can figure it out. Maybe it's not going to be the pace you want or the time time, you know, uh, complete time you want, but you are going to be able to figure out how to get what you want. Uh, So that was resourcefulness. Uh, The next one is determination. And for this one, it's not determination in your running, but it's determination to not let the critics you know get to you there's always going to be critics if you decide to go down a healthier lifestyle there's going to be people that don't agree with you and they want the old you and you know they're going to try not 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 necessarily like maliciously or anything like that and sometimes not outwardly but they might make snide comments or they might just decide they don't want to hang out with you as much anymore that is okay uh there's going to be people that disagree with the choices that you make if you're shooting for a healthier lifestyle you might be making them feel bad about what they're doing and and not not that you're outwardly saying to them, you know, you got to do this too. But just by nature of you changing, that can make other people uh, be, you know, critical about you. So that's another reason to stand behind your choices, know what your why is, and be okay with it. Not everybody is going to like your decision and you don't have to listen to their criticism. Uh, certainly no one on the internet, you don't need to listen to them. Unless there's someone that, you know, you would take advice from, why would you listen to their criticism? Uh, And that's really what Simone does. She disregards critics with unwavering determination. After she stepped out of the Olympics, you know, to take some time for herself and figure out her mental health, she had so much criticism. Everybody was all of a sudden, you know, um, (laughs) I guess, what do you want to say, a gymnastics wizard, and they knew exactly what they thought she should do. Uh, And frankly, she went and got professional help, not help from the critics on the internet. And I think that's what you should do, too. The next one is habits. And if you've listened to any of the episodes on this podcast, you know I love the idea of habits and I try to instill them as much as I can in my daily life. Right now, as I'm recording this, I'm actually exhausted. I did not get any sleep. And, uh, you know, one habit that I'm trying, that I, I'm, I'm staying, true to is recording this podcast. I had a little bit less on September because I had some work travel, but told myself I was going to record this. Got up, did my green smoothie, had my coffee, I had my berries and here we go, right? So what Simone did is after the Olympics, she did, you know, take some time off. She was partially retired from gymnastics, but she still went in the gym and she did a lot of strength training, a lot of staying fit, still maintained her, like, not a diet as far as trying to lose weight, but uh, healthy eating. So that what she, when she did decide to go back and like resume full training, everyone was could not believe how quickly she returned to full form. Well, that's because of her habits. She never actually, you know, totally took time off. I'm sure she rested her body, rehabbed some injuries, but she stayed pretty darn fit so that it is easier and if you maintain a baseline level of habits if you just had a race and you have to do some recovery that's fine but try to maintain your nutrition try to maintain your reading try to maintain other aspects your stretching the things that you can do even while you're recording and it'll be or while you're not recording recovering and it'll be a lot easier to come back for your next training regimen all right, I mentioned this at the beginning of this podcast and the next one is presence and This, oh my gosh. If you watch Simone, guys, she literally tripped in the middle of her floor routine. Like, legit tripped. Like, she's a gymnast. She can do all these things on a four-inch beam, but she tripped on, like, uh, just running across the floor. That happens. But you know what? A split second later, she ran down and she stuck a tumbling pass. She focuses on the now, not what happened the mile before her. Not that she's a runner, but if she was. Uh, Not what happened the day before, or the week before, or the race before, or the race last year on that same course like she is in the present moment and that's what we all can learn from her. We need to, you know, focus on our run today, not how we felt yesterday, not on the time or what someone said last year that the course was hilly or anything like that, just on the moment. Uh, and if you do that, you'll be surprised how much your running can change. Alright, two more. And this one is self-care. And when Simone stepped out of the Olympics last year, you know, again, she got a lot of criticism, but she was very forthright and outspoken about how much she knew she needed therapy and she wasn't afraid to say it and say it you know shoot it from the shout it from the mountaintops that she was going to get it and continue to get it not one time but and seek out you know more and more and more help so i think that's a reminder to all of us whether you're in therapy whether you like personal development like i do so you listen to podcasts that lift you up or you you know do things like that uh those those things matter okay so you've got to decide you need you know what 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 you need, and then if you need help, ask for it, and continue to ask for it. Simone's outspoken about the importance of self care, and you and me need to be as well. And then the last one is supportiveness. Simone has had, you know, what I would consider the best coaches in the gymnastics industry, but it's for a reason. She surrounded herself with those people when she was little, and she trained with some with a specific coach, and they took her to a training camp where. The coaches weren't as uh, I'll just say supportive and they were more critical and just made her you know feel like she feel bad about the type of gymnastics she was doing her coach at that time refused to ever let her go back to that camp again unless they would change Uh, and that's what I think we have to be like we don't we have to refuse to let other people treat us in a way that is not acceptable uh, whether it's running or in our life and surround yourself with like-minded people we talk about that a lot in this podcast and it matters. Find your tribe of people that will support you, people that will lift you up, people that look at you while you're drinking your green smoothie and say, wow, I want to be like you. I'm going to make that too. Is it taste gross? What what do you put in it? Uh, You know, how was your run? You know, what do you do to get up so early in the morning? Do you have a favorite route? They ask questions, uh, but I really think that surrounding yourself like Simone did with coaches and with athletes in her own gym. For us it's you know runners out there on the road, it's gonna make all the difference. So those are the things that I have learned. I mean Simone's journey was guided by those who believed in her and that's what we've got to do, guys. Uh so you know hopefully you're a Simone Biles fan like I am and you're inspired by some, you know, that she's some things that she's done and you can apply it to yourself and to your running. Uh, have a great time out there if you're running right now keep it up stay in the present don't focus on what happened this morning early in the morning or what happened last mile focus on this one and let's go and again if you want to join the tribe and get on the wait list for the running with grit tribe just send me an email at runningwithgrit@gmail.com. at gmail.com would love to hear from you take care